You practice, I make progress. It's the postman. You're listening to me on the Three Count Podcast. I knew that she raised all of your won't change. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and it's me just flying solo because, you know, once again, everybody decided they want to take off. It is cool. Whatever. Do what you want. It's the Three Count Podcast now entering the ring, which means one thing for you guys. We have a special guest. You guys have seen him on PPCW. You guys have seen him at LCW. You guys have seen him on CCW. You see him attached to CZW. And you can currently see him at Valor Pro Wrestling. Here's the man known as Adrian Bliss. Hey, hey, folks. How you doing tonight? Man, I'm glad we got this, we got this finally put together. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Definitely, brother. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm super hyped, man. Like, you know, it's funny because I get a lot of questions like, uh, like, how do I know this person? How do I know that guy? And how I'm so comfortable talking to some people? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I've just, I've never, <laughs> this is how it is. Okay, I was, I was telling you right before we started recording, right, is that like, because um, like the way I got your name, right, was I interviewed somebody and they pointed me to Rob. Rob then pointed me to you and then here we are and I always talk I always think it's funny how you're like less than six degrees from somebody who knows somebody <laughs> yeah it, it, it's it's weird how things connect like uh I actually have a person in my family I'll just put it like that that actually is friends with Kofi Kingston's dad so I got to you know when I did some extra work I actually got to pull him aside and say hey you know, this person knows your dad, and, you know, so we kind of connected a little bit, and that was kind of cool, but there's definitely a six degree in professional wrestling. I think everyone knows everyone somehow. Everybody knows everybody. You can, you can find, if, if you're in the business, and you really want to get in touch with somebody, you can do it. There's always a way. Definitely, I a, definitely. I have a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, uh, his name's, um, his name's Roman, um, and people are going to be like, they're going to look for his name. Trust me. Don't worry about it. But he, he was like, he's, uh, yeah, man, he's, I ran into him. I knew him in college and we both joined the military. And then we both came back and then he became a pro wrestler. And I was like, oh bro. And then he was just like name dropping people to me. And I was like, I can't wait to interview those guys. <laughs> so you know, my first question, man, I asked every single person is who is Adrian Bliss? Adrian Bliss is kind of a mix between um, the exotic Adrian Street when he first started because he had the long dreads that he wore in pigtails and, and the exotic outfits with the feathers and things like that. And um, kind of like a bruiser Brody, crazy uh, wrestler type guy. Now he's a little more subdued. He's a little more um, methodical, but he's still Bliss. Everyone knows him, and they all know that when he hits that ring, they're in for a big treat. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I love it. So how, like, what keeps you drive, uh, keeps your drive going in the business? Um, man, I tell you, the, the one main thing, and all wrestlers will tell you this, the biggest thing about being a pro wrestler is walking out of that curtain and seeing the smile on that kid's face. Even when you have bad days and, you know, everyone has them, 
you may walk, go to the arena. You may have had a rough week on your shoot job. And you may have had some kind of problems at home or whatever. But once you get dressed and you walk out that curtain and you see those little kids that just want to touch your hand, that takes everything that you went through all week and anything that was on your mind, it just takes it away. And, and you start to remember why you fell in love with professional wrestling. I can take it, man. Do you have a favorite fan interaction? Oh, man. I tell you, um, fans contact me constantly. I mean, you know, there's, there's fans that feel like they, they know you so well that they're almost family. There are fans you know so well that they're almost family. I mean, it depends how long you stay, stay in a fed. I mean, uh, my home fed I've been at for over 10 years. So I know everyone, you know? So, um, I interact with fans every single day in some way, shape, or form. I may see them. I may actually see them. I may run into them. I mean, I'm a regular guy, so I go to Walmart like everyone else does, you know, and we're just now starting to wear a mask. Before, I didn't have a mask to hide behind. But um, I, have inter I have fan interaction every day, so it keeps me young. It keeps me enjoying the business. It keeps me um, entertaining them, even when I'm not in the ring, when I see them. I'm not uh, that guy. I'm bliss when you see me. So as soon as I see you, I slide right into bliss. And that interaction you're going to talk about later on when you eat dinner. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Uh, I aspire to be that way at some point in time in my life. <laughs> you will. You will, brother, because I can tell you you're actually out there and you're making moves. <laughs> so I, I like this question. I heard it randomly and then I stole it from another podcast. I'm not going to tell which one. So what do you think is one thing that's missing from the wrestling industry? Um, real intense storylines and feuds. You know, I was asked on another podcast, what, what did I enjoy most about wrestling when I was a kid? I liked, I, I didn't have a favorite wrestler per se growing up i always enjoyed feuds i loved tommy rich versus bud sawyer and and, and i loved i loved abdul the butcher and bruiser brody and rick flair and rick steamboat that's what that was the appeal for me for professional wrestling and i just feel like those types of feuds aren't they don't exist anymore the reason why those don't exist though are is is actually um because people want it now. They don't, they don't have, they, they can't invest in a storyline the way they used to invest in the storyline. You know, now they want it right now. So every week you're going to get Randy Orton versus whoever on Monday, and then they may wrestle again on Sunday in the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Or, you know, they may touch each other before the pay-per-view pay-per-view happens some way shape or form before they might do a tag you know against each other or one may jump the other one or something like that before the show but you didn't you, they didn't have an actual match until that day that they were supposed to have an actual match but i think that's what's lost in wrestling i think real intense feuds and storylines yeah that's wild man i have to agree man i remember like I, I feel like it was Shawn Michaels, he was, they were getting ready to do a Survivor Series. I think he wanted to wrestle Kurt Angle, but they were on different brands. 
I remember like he just cut a promo and he was like, this is what I want to challenge. And I remember that being like an eight week storyline. Like, and I was like, they're never going to wrestle. And cause I was like, you're on two different shows. Does it make sense? Yeah. And then he, Kurt Angle randomly showed up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> my mind went through, like exploded when I saw him. So yes. It's, I, actually, it's actually getting a little bit better. I mean, you're, you're getting storylines here and there, you know, but you have, you actually have three brands. And guys are kind of shuffling around, you know what I mean? And, and then COVID has things a little weird where some guys are wrestling and some aren't. So right now, we're kind of – right now, we probably have better storylines than we had because the um, the rosters are a little smaller, Yeah. you know? So so you're kind of getting guys that are, are sticking together, you know? And, and that may be from storylines or that may be just for safety. You know, they may keep guys together because they feel safe together. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so my next question for you, man, is where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, I see myself in the audience or in gorilla watching matches. I don't see myself in the ring anymore, <laughs> I hope. I actually just turned 50 um, last Thursday. And, you know, I get this thing where, oh, you don't look 50. You don't look 50. Well, um, I don't always feel 50 either. When I get in that ring, I feel like I'm, you know, 20. But, you know, before I would wrestle on Friday and I'd get up on Saturday and i wrestle twice probably and once on Sunday. And Monday when I woke up, I'd feel, I'd feel fine. Now, you know, it's the next Friday and I'm like, man, I still feel that uh, – <laughs> that body slam, you know? So in five years, um, I would like to um, maybe start another training center and maybe um, uh, keep, keep, uh, keep a promotion running and, um, and just help with the younger guys coming up, you know, and, and teach them things, things they need to know to possibly move on to the next level. I like it. I like it a lot. So speaking of moving guys to the next level, what would you, what advice would you give to up and coming pro wrestlers? Uh, the, the same thing that my trainer taught me, you know, keep your eyes open and your mouth shut, learn. Um, one thing that I don't see a lot of guys doing as much as they should is going to training. And that goes for vets too. Just because, you know, you've been wrestling for 10 years you know, and, and you think you know everything, you may know everything. You may you may know a lot, maybe not everything. But, you know, you still need to get in there and train. You still need to, to keep up with these younger guys. You know, you still need to stay in shape. So, you know, I think they need you need to train. Also, um, carry yourself in a professional way, in a professional manner. You know, if you get a chance to, to be an extra for – uh, AEW for Impact for WWE. When you go, carry yourself in a professional manner. You know, follow follow the rules they want you to follow, and do what you're supposed to do. Hopefully, you get a chance to make it onto TV. And if you do well enough, you'll be invited back to maybe do more, do more things. I have plenty of friends that have been able to do things. I've been able to do things. So you know. Um, and never give up. If this is your dream, if this is your passion, go get it. Go capture it 
and never stop until you get to where you want to be. I never thought that I would have ended up on WWE TV. I ended up on WWE TV, and now I have another notch in my belt. I have another check mark on my bucket list, you know? So, you know, in the end, hopefully I'll get to put that check next to Dubai. Because <laughs> I want to go there. Uh, well, I hope that my check actually next to I, so my check I've already had the Dubai check so my check now is just uh, the WWE. <laughs> yeah, hey, it, it, it's out there. It's out there for anyone. You know, before WWE revolved around a lot of big guys, now guys are smaller. Now the opportunities to go to WWE is is a lot better for guys. You know, under uh, six foot, under two hundred and twenty five pounds you know now it's it's kind of like wide open if you come with talent you know if you could talk you have a good look and you can work in that ring you could possibly have an opportunity to make it in wwe if you have good attitude and you work hard so like that's that. open to anyone including you cliff you know catch me <laughs> we'll be there red dog showing up on WWE. I, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I, I love the way NXT runs. I was like that. That would be like my dream thing right there. I feel like that would be like the pinnacle for me. Like I know everybody's like, oh, I won't be WWE champion. Like no, no, no. I just want to make it to NXT, and then from yeah. there, make new goals. <laughs> well, everyone, everyone's goals are different. Everyone's goal, you know, everyone's goals not to make it to WWE. Some people's goals are to make it to NXT. Some people's goals are to make it to a, a smaller, uh, well, not necessarily a smaller fed, but, you know, MLW, places like that, that have national. Some guys, some guys don't even want to wrestle in the United States. Some guys want to go to Japan, you know, that's, that's some guy or Mexico. So, you know, I know people, I know people that wrestled in Mexico most of their careers, you know, and, and didn't really even wrestle in the United States because that, but they're from the United States and that's what, that's what their dream was. Yeah, I have, I have a couple of those friends. We'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it all after this. Cause we're not gonna spill beans out here. We're not gonna give you guys those kind of details. We have post and pre shows, man. We don't talk about those things. But what we will talk about is these ten count questions. Our world famous ten count questions. First thought that comes to your mind, so you don't have to worry. There's no way that you can fail this test. But we're gonna put the imaginary timer on the clock. Bing! It's right there. So. Let's get started. SmackDown or Raw? Raw. Best wrestling era? 80s. Hey, I like it. Early. Early 80s. Okay. Least favorite WWE or WWF wrestler? Oh, geez. Oh, um, um, oh man. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like something about everyone, I think. <laughs> Favorite drink on a Friday night? Um, water. <laughs> I like it. Too hot or too cold? Uh, too cold. Um, least. Oh no, I'm sorry. Favorite candy? Um, Twix. Hey, see, I like that. That's good. Hawk or animal? Oh man, animal. Hey, <laughs> Batman or Superman? Batman. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Last TV show you watched? 
uh, uh, first 48. Okay. Nice. Um, what's your go-to Netflix show? Oh man. I feel like, um, geez, I don't, I don't think I watch anything on Netflix. I do watch movies on Netflix though. The the one with, uh, one with Jamie Foxx, Power. Oh yeah. Project Power. Yes. That was pretty awesome. The great show. There's your plug, Netflix. Now we want our money. And my last question for you is my favorite question to ask everybody. Favorite curse word? Uh, shit. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so that's the world famous 10 count questions. And let our listeners and viewers know where they can find you. Well, you find me on Facebook. Adrian Bliss has a like page. You can also find me at, um, on the Bauer Pro Wrestling page. You find me at CCW uh, Classic Championship Wrestling page. Um, and feel free to go on YouTube and put in Adrian Bliss versus and all the matches that pop up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> awesome. So with that being said, I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. This is the Three Count Presents. Now into the ring, Adrian Bliss and... Check out the next episode. So, you know, be there or eat a lot of chocolate. Be somewhere else. <laughs> Hello, Three Count Podcast. If you enjoy what you're watching and you wouldn't mind going out your day to support us, go follow us on Twitter at Three Count underscore pod, Instagram, Three Count Pod. And if you want to look drift out like your boy JJ, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash the three count pod. And it's the number three. Oh, and by the mention, we have a YouTube channel. So go check that out. The three count podcast with the number three. JJ out.